wants you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, look guys, I finally got us some publicity in the Murdoch Press. You've done very well. At last, comedy nerd in DVD feud. We'll be laying into that bloke, don't you worry. We talked to Gretel Colleen live in the studio. Drugs in Parliament, forget Peter Garrett, what's Wayne Swan on? The Booty Bank giveaway update. What words have you introduced into the English language? Channel 7 given a horrifying choice. What's on Phil Spector's head today? Who's posing as a German polar bear? Ed Coho. Hosting in the second hour of the show, Rob Sitch from Thank God You're Here. We're still speaking. Prepare for the rubber duck invasion. And it's all coming up on Get This, where, gee, I don't know. What am I going to say about all this controversy? I don't think about it, and I suggest that you don't think about it because it's entirely irrelevant. It's ancient history. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Howard. You've always been there for me. That's the Stranglers skin deep. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with myself, respected broadcaster Tony Martin. That is absolutely false. We've got TV beefcake Ed Cavalier. That is absolutely false as well. And pushing the buttons, it's pants down dentist Richard Marsland. Equally absolutely <laughs> false. <laughs> Welcome aboard, everybody. Mm. Hey, let's see what's in the papers. Mm. What can we uh, take the piss out of today? Spies? No. Nah. Chappelle Corby in prison. I had a barroom brawl with the sailors from the Kitty Hawk. Gee, there's a lot going on on the top of Phil Spector's head today, I'll give you that. Absolutely right. Skiers getting married. Oh, hang on. Comedy duo and feud. Wow. Sounds good. Wait a moment! That's me! Oh, no. Have you seen this? Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, people have heard Mick Mm. Malloy and myself are in dispute. Dispute. And uh, what I love is... It's over DVD extras. Yeah. It was always going to be. It was always going to be. Mm-hmm. The trouble. Mm. It's not sex. Nope. It's not money. Nope. It's DVD extras. Yeah. Very nerdy. Mm. Uh, I don't know what I can say about this because I've been advised by lawyers not to comment. I don't know if you guys are under the same restrictions though. So uh, any questions you'd like to throw at me? Um, Come on, guys. Boots and all. In you go. Well... Well, I've never seen you so quiet in Kevin. You were full of things to say downstairs <laughs> in the office. No, well, you know, it just seems like a shame, you know? Yeah. It is a shame. You guys work together so long. You know, I hope that perhaps that one day there's... Because the photo in the paper today is you two kind of squaring off. What did I tell you when we had our photos taken? Never take a photograph where you look angry or sad because when things go wrong, that's the one they use. If you do the comedy sad photo, yeah, yeah. then your show gets axed. Bang. There's always a shot of you looking sad and then there's a little box with your figures in and it looks like you're checking them out. <laughs> <laughs> what I love, if you look in the Herald Sun, there's me and Mick Malloy uh, feuding. Mm. And then if you turn the page, oh, there's a dog and a cat who are friends. See, oh, this okay. is the thing, Tone. When you <laughs> said, uh, when, when I got into work today and they said, oh, Tone's in the paper, I went, yeah, yeah, good, good. What page is he on? Oh, he's on page three. Had a look, thought, I should probably read this, but is that a cat on the next page? <laughs> I didn't make it too far down the article before I had to switch over and find out the circumstances of their friendship. Yeah. Oh, I've uh, I've got all of the sh- uh, versions from around the country and uh, what's amusing in uh, the Sydney uh, Daily Telegraph is um, apparently this is all about some movie that we worked on called Boys Town. Wait a second. Now, what is that? Hang on. Don't go typing Boys Town into Google. It's porno. It's not what you think it is. Gay porno. <laughs> it's something you're likely to find on the bottom shelf at Shea Marsland. How long... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, I put it up on the top shelf away from any prying eyes <laughs> so no one can see it behind the books. It'd be very interesting if it was Boys Town that you guys have been working on and you were feuding over the DVD extras of that. Uh, yeah, That would be an interesting, some deleted scenes that you thought... Oh, two really? blokes having a row with arseless chaps on. <laughs> That'd be the go. No, it's about up. a thing that you made, isn't it? It's about a, a movie that you were in the process of making for... All I can boys say Town. are facts. I'm not allowed to offer any opinions. All right, so what told. are the facts, Tony? The facts are I made a film. Yep. Uh, the fact is it wasn't on the DVD. Okay. That's as much as I can say, I think. Really? Lockie Hume seems to have a lot to say about yeah, it. Yeah, Shay's never been known for his, uh, how do you say, tact. <laughs> is he speaking as himself or is he speaking through his mediary, Ron Howard? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, he's hanging with Ron Howard is he? and George Clooney. Wow. According to Lockie Hume. I don't know where he's calling from. Well, so are you going to do it as a stage play, theatre restaurant show? Yeah, you reckon that's the go? Oh, it's a great idea. Sort this out on the yeah, yeah. in an all hail the beef scenario. <laughs> that's, that's the only spot. It's the only <laughs> it's the only proper forum for this tone. Got up this morning, mm. seven hundred answering machine messages from journos. Oh yeah, yeah. People from the cage wanting me to come on. Really? Talk it up. We'll talk it up. So I can't say very much. That's the problem. Uh, we talk about everything on the show. Yeah, we do. But the lawyers, you get sued, will you? It is, but it is very sad because it's a twenty-five-year relationship, something like that. Oh, something like that. Yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a shame. I mean, if dog and cat can get along well I on know. page seven, yeah, what's going on on page five? Dog yeah. and cat are leading the way. Got up this morning, so I've gone. Okay, answering machine messages. Answering machine. Ignore them. Ignore them. And I half thought maybe there'd be press out the front of the house. <laughs> nah, yeah, get out the front. <laughs> There's a bloke who's always uh, playing a game with his dog. Yeah, normally shouts out to me. Just looked at the ground in embarrassment oh, today. Oh, dear. Didn't want to say anything. I thought, oh, okay, I'm in the You've car. lost your one supporter. I'm driving into work. I'm at the lights. Mm. Tap, tap, tap on the side of the window of the car. Bloke on a bicycle, mm. wind down the window. Oh. Mate, is it true what I've been reading in the papers? And, and I go, yeah, sadly it is true. And he goes, mate, that movie sucked. You wouldn't want to ever falling out over that. Well, there you go. It's got water cooler talk. He's, uh, he hasn't even seen it yet. <laughs> blokes on the one. bikes. Oh, really? Jeez, if blokes on bikes are talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's turning very ugly. But it'll be all end up, come on, you get all end up, you know, in a... Oh, because I was saying, because when you say, well, we got some publicity mm. for the show, mm. and well done to you. And this is the first time we've been in the Murdoch press. And I'm now, planning... Finally, I mean, we even offered to wear the same pair of pants, Hamish and Andy style, no bites. <laughs> you know, bake us into a pie, mm. send us to someone, we'll jump out. Bringing back the Sheffield Shield to primetime coverage. <laughs> Absolutely right. And I've planned a number of feuds, but no one wants to feud with me. Mm. Yeah, come on. Well, I'm just wondering if Ed and I can Frank Sinatra style, uh, like with the, what he did with Martin and Lewis. Yeah, I don't um, think that's going to happen somehow. On a live night, okay. Well, we'll find... I know what Idea. I need here is cheering up. I need one of Ed Cavalier's songs. Mm. What have you got for me today, Ed? Tone, uh, at these tough times, I turn to the only people I know that can make me feel better. The Moody Blues. Nights might That's you guys. Never reach to the end. This is the exact lyrics, isn't it? Something or other. Something else. That's enough about the DVD feud. Wow. <laughs> what about drugs? <laughs> No, I wasn't offering you any drugs. <laughs> okay. I meant the issue of what drugs. A what a show. What a controversial show. <laughs> That'll be next. I'll get this. That's Lincoln Park. Uh, here at Get This with what I've done appropriately on Triple M. Yes, it's me, Tony Martin, the no. man who's pushed Daniel Johns and Peter Garrett off the front pages. Yeah. It seems to uh, be emerging that uh, it was actually a joke. 
It was an attempt at a joke, I think, mm. from Daniel Jones. Pretty interesting. Because the idea is Bono and Peter Garrett are apparently, I didn't know this, famously anti-drugs. So it's like us saying, oh, yeah, I went out for a night on the Terps with Mother Teresa and the Pope. Ah, right. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not going away. Did you guys see uh, the 7.30 report last night? No, I didn't. I they it. had uh, Peter Costello on. And uh, check out what he had to say. Mr Costello, there's been some suggestion this week that our presence in Iraq has perhaps more to do with oil uh, than with uh, well, if any... I, if I could cut in there, Kerry, uh, uh, I mean, that'd have to come as uh, news to our troops uh, stationed over there. I, I don't think that's the reason uh, they've, uh, you know, bravely decided to lay down their lives. I mean, it's a very cynical okay. uh, way of looking at this. All right, fair enough. Uh, what about um, what's going on in the Northern Territory? I mean, your government has uh, come in for a fair bit of criticism. From, oh, well, uh, criticism? Well, I, I don't think, you know, criticism is uh, perhaps the most healthy thing to be offering uh, our boys and girls in Iraq. I mean, yeah, how would they feel? Okay, well, let's maybe turn to the polls. I mean, you, you must oh. be disappointed right, in right uh, the polls okay here let, let's uh, hit our brave young uh, girls and boys in iraq uh, with the polls now let, let's okay. bash them over the head with the figures well, i can see we're getting nowhere here um now this uh, incident with the uh, let's see daniel johns and peter garrett i mean you've you've mentioned that obviously that's sure. uh, yeah. been exposed as a joke well now uh, let's uh, call drugs a joke yeah that's that's a good idea kerry let's, let's have um, a bit of comedy uh, at the expense of uh, crack babies. Is, is that what uh, Kevin Rudd uh, would like to do now? I'm not I'm sure I mean, that uh, Kevin Rudd was implicated in Mr John's uh, attempt at humour. Well, I think, you know, it has to be asked, uh, is it funny to have a bloke uh, uh, sitting on the front bench dancing around like a spastic in uh, old video clips, clearly under the influence of uh, jazz cigarettes, in thrall? to Dame Heroin. Oh, I don't think there's any suggestion that Peter Garrett is uh, involved in heroin. Well, I mean, is there a suggestion that he's not? You know, Kerry, that's the thing. Once you get these druggies into Parliament and, and look at them, the front bench is wait, uh, wait, with... What are you talking about? Wayne Swan. I mean, that bloke looks uh, pretty glassy-eyed to me. I, I've heard he's uh, been knocking back the old uh, Timothy Leary kerosene. Right. I've heard that uh, Simon Crean can uh, barely go four or five minutes without uh, wolfing down uh, a few hooker pipes uh, okay. filled with uh, bed straw, as he likes to say. Okay. Yep. Jenny Macklin. Right. I mean, she's clearly been uh, knocking back the zoot juice, the flower of ragweed, um, the hate <laughs> Ashbury salad, I, I believe they call it, over in uh, I'm sorry. the opposition benches. I mean, is that who you want in charge of our children? the young boys and girls in Baghdad are fighting for freedom. Oh, gee, Kerry, if, if that's what you want to call good policy, then sure, uh, let's let Julia Gillard and her fleabane cigar... Mr Costello, you seem very uh, au fait with the terminology here. I've not oh, heard gee, that. I mean, uh, who wouldn't be, Kerry, when you're staring at it across the house every day? You can see them. Yep. You know, there's Lindsay Tanner right. doing lines of the old... Uh, Gatsby detergent, I think they call okay, it. Okay, look, uh, you've lost me. You know, uh, Arch Beavis knocking back some of the old Helsinki battery acid on Sorry, uh, look, I don't understand a word you're saying. Are you sure you don't need to be drug tested, Mr well, Costello? Well, I, I, I'm quite happy to be tested at any moment. Look, here, here. There you go. Um, Stick a thermometer up there and see what you get, Gary. Well, I don't know that that's exactly how one 
tests for presence of uh, marijuana. Uh, Wop it up there. See what you find. And I'll tell you what you'll find. Solid economic policy. And if you want to go over to the other side, I'll tell you what you'll find. Death and misery and deadly nightshade being uh, injected directly into the eyeball by Peter Garrett. Right. Anthony Albanese's there tying them off. You've got uh, Tony Burke coming in with a uh, horse trank for everybody. Well, I, I don't think we've got time for any more uh, revelations. Well, if you can't handle the truth, Kerry, I mean, maybe you need to be tested. Well, I'm quite happy to be tested, uh, Mr Treasurer, but would you mind putting your pants back on? I saw Stephen Conroy trying to smuggle a boogie board into the upper house the other day. <laughs> okay. Now, what is, uh, what is bed straw? All of this terminology <laughs> was emailed to me last night by Richard Barslett. Yeah. Rich, what's oh, Helsinki that battery was the best, acid? That was the best fun I've ever had in the world, just finding things that shouldn't go together. Uh, looking up old apothecaries, uh, some of Kellogg's finer work back in the, <laughs> back in the 1920s, uh, shotgunning six packs of Ludnum, I, mean, I, I find, didn't, uh, didn't make the cut. Yeah, I didn't use hanging out with Cottonmouth Pete and his mate <laughs> Daniel S. Burrows. What I love is you've sent me all of this weird-ass drug terminology <laughs> and there's not one phrase on there as disturbing to me as Arch Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not on the Arch Beavis, I hope. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, that's drugs and politics covered. Coming up next, Gretel Colleen live in the studio. That's not true. It is true. All right, it is true now. And get this, it's in excess here. Get this on Triple M, brought to you by the massive pulling power of the best 4x4 I've ever seen. I think you'll find. The best uh, 4x4 I've seen Ed Cavalli behind the wheel of, the Nissan Navara. Bang. You're going to get that back, do you reckon? No, they took it off me. Ah. One accident, you drive through one house. (laughs) (laughs) It was for the show, though. I know, exactly. You've been sizzling up an exclusive interview. You can have that now. Yeah, let's have it now. Let's do it. Because uh, Gretel Colleen is, uh, she's just making her way into the studio now. And <laughs> I'm just she? about to, to oh. welcome her. Oh, but uh, she's got a contract here and I have to turn on her requested lighting. If you could do that now, Rich. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Clear. <laughs> and, yep, that's all of her floodlights. And... Now let's cut to our exclusive interview with Gretel Colleen. Gretel, how are you? I work on TV. Thanks for your time. Man, the exclusives keep on coming here. Keep on coming. It's bright in here now, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Jeez. First, Keith Urban's pants. Yeah. Now, Ed, can we switch some of them off? Sure. Know, you haven't got the sound of them being switched off, have no, I'll you? I'll turn them off. <laughs> Right. So many. Talk amongst yourselves, listeners. We'll be a while. So many. Looking for other big stories in the paper. Check this one. Ones that don't involve me. There's one here from the Australian. Security guards are being improperly represented as Australian Federal Police in a move described as a dangerous con designed to inflate the number of sworn officers on patrol. Have you heard about this? No. So you get officers from the, uh, well... What they're getting is protective services officers uh, and then riding on the side of the car, Australian Federal Police. According to uh, some officers, sources and insiders, uh, it's a smoke and mirrors campaign that confuses the public and places PSOs who do not enjoy the full range of police powers at risk, PSOs who in most situations do not even have the legal authority to make an arrest. But they're dressing them up as cop cars. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there's more police out and about. Oh, oh, hang on. Here comes a police car now. Check it out. 
Oh yes, sorry, that's that's one of our newly anointed officers just <laughs> passing by. Protecting and serving. <laughs> Beautifully done. It's good to know it's a safe area around here. Yeah. Safe from Ed Cavalier? I think not so many emails about you, Ed. Why? So, no, they're not going to be about a certain film. No, oh, thank goodness. Listen to this. People have been checking out the photo gallery on our website. In three separate shots, according to Aaron Doyle, Ed is holding a magazine or sheets of paper over his left nipple. The mm. only shot of him not do, uh, doing so, mm. he's hiding behind Nick Frost, mm. <laughs> which is easy to do. Mm. Is Ed Cavalier ineptly trying to conceal botched cosmetic surgery? Mm. As he got a boob dent. There we go. Anything it's all there and like and white. Yeah. Anything Look, you'd like to add to that? I had half a boob job. Yeah, really? And uh, I'm saving up for the other half. And when I get them, they'll be wonderful. But for the moment, I have to tape it like flat across oh, the yeah, other yeah. one to try and make it look even. Right. So thank you for pointing that out, mister. Thank God you're here is back tonight. It is. At uh, Wednesdays mm. at uh, Channel 10, of course, 7.30. Are mm. you uh, back in your role of standing up the back in a false moustache? Yeah, I don't want to say too much. Can't say anything? <laughs> but, uh, squint and uh, see how you go. Because you did a bit of Norg work in the last series. Norg work? Yeah, you were sort of, uh, you know. What? Tits out for the lads. Oh. <laughs> Is that so? I don't remember that being the scenario. Some sort of gladiator? Oh, uh, no. It was an Egyptian sketch, wasn't it? That wasn't me. That was another dude who was, like, massive. No, that was the chesty Bond guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More so. <laughs> Flowing blonde locks. Who's on tonight on that thing? Uh, you can't say, so of course you can. Stephen Curry's Oh, in Stephen Curry's in there. Uh, who else who hasn't been on before? I noticed they're having a lot more newcomers. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> Josh is on, Lawson's Josh Lawson, on. Josh Lawson, Chef-O from Sea Patrol, yep. correct. Cal uh, Wilson Cal is Wilson's in there. Cal Wilson's on, exactly right. And, and, uh, and Pete Hellier. Peter Hellier, never okay. been on before. Pete Hellier. How does he go? Can't say. Can't say. Rob Sitch is going to be in yep. the next hour. Whew. Often uh, referred to in the papers as the Medico of Mirth. Absolutely. <laughs> We've never really taken advantage of his status as the Medico of Mirth. No. Since he's come in here. It's more mirth we always talk to him about. Yeah. Not so much Medico. We might get onto that. Uh, a lot of uh, response yesterday... Uh, to your campaign to bring back the Sheffield Shield. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. I know it's called the Pura Cup. Stop ringing mm. in. That's not what I'm saying. Not on this show. It's not. Yeah, no. You want to bring back the original the Sheffield yes. Shield. <clears throat> and primetime presentation. Absolutely yeah. right. And bring back some of the, the great names we heard yesterday. Wade Seckham. Uh, Zura. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zura. Timmy Zura. Mm. Klingenhofen. Who was that? that Klingleffer. Klingleffer. Of course. From, uh, Dirk Tazzler. Peter Sleep. Peter Sleep. Tazzler. <laughs> Tim May. <laughs> Tim May. Danny Buckingham. Rod Hogg. I want to see all of these names on a billboard. I want to hear one of these big, you know, like a promo where when you hear I'm working on it, you get a name like Zura and it's accompanied by the sound of like a metal stamp. Yeah. (laughs) Zura. Cast in iron. Like in Nutrigrain ads. Now, listen to this. Speaking of promotions. Yes. We're running an illegal promotion uh, here on this program. Yeah, it is. Which we'll hear more about next. Next. On Get This. Get This. A bubbling mess. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Brought to you by that superb 4x4, the Nissan Navara. Uh, Ed Cavalier is here. Slightly asleep today. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. So you can't be hyped up every day. No, but I stayed up, I stayed up late. Uh, watching Foxtel, waiting oh, for Police really? Ten Seven to come on, and then I woke up. I woke up really early in the morning, and uh, bat, they were running. They were showing old uh, 
Batman television show. Oh, I love that show. It's quite a strange way to start your day, though. <laughs> oh, no, it's the best way. What, the old Adam West, Burt Ward? Burt Ward is really up for solving crime. Yeah, that guy. In a major way. <laughs> he never sleeps through an episode. He's incredible. Who was the bad guy? Uh, a, a lady. A lady had kidnapped Aunt Mabel or something. Mm. Uh, Aunt Harriet. That's the one. Mm. And it was it was quite an elaborate <laughs> kidnapping, and she was, you know, her identity was secret and all this sort of stuff. Who's the lady? What lady? Some uh, lady. Poison Ivy? No, no, she, she worked in a bookstore. Oh. Uh, oh, she would have been working with the bookworm. That was it. Yeah, the bookworm was there. Roddy McDowell. Roddy McDowell, but... Uh, a bad guy dressed as a book. <laughs> what is his powers? <laughs> Speed reading? Paper cuts? Uh, <laughs> All right, so that's... But hang on a sec. Yeah. And, what, and so what Batman was trying to work out how to get her back, but he appeared on television with the commissioner, yeah. Burt Ward and Bruce Wayne. So the three of them just interrupted regular programming <laughs> to appeal to the kidnapper, who was watching television at the time, thankfully. Bruce Wayne and his friend Burt Ward. <laughs> yeah, no, his youthful ward, <laughs> Dick Grayson. His youthful ward, who was <laughs> sitting there. So you've got a man, an elderly gentleman, the commissioner of the police, yes. right? Mm. Then you've got a, a you've got sort of a Rupert Murdoch type tycoon figure, yeah. and then a bloke in tights just appearing on national television saying, "Please give back our auntie." And the, the the kidnapper was so upset at this that she that she decided to release the auntie. But the way she thought to do it, the cunning plan to release the auntie was to drive the middle of the main street yeah. and and open the door for her and let her get out. <laughs> And every and people walked up in little caps and goes, "Are you that woman that got kidnapped?" And he goes, "Yes, yes, I am." Oh, somebody better call the police. And she goes, "Would you mind calling the police?" Yeah, I wouldn't mind calling the police for you. And the guy just ran away. And so she was the aunt was just left to stand by herself. It was it was baffling. It was baffling. <laughs> that's how you start your day at the dude ranch. Yeah, that's that's how we got things kicked off. It was so baffling that my flatmate walked in, got himself a, a bowl of Dick Smith's bush foods. <laughs> Looked at it for two minutes and went, geez, that Robin's excitable, and walked out. <laughs> Look, how can we get you up to... I'm sorry, and I'm rambling now. My youthful ward, Ed Cavalier. How can we get him up to Dick Grayson's speed? Maybe the answer is a high school musical. Yeah. Do you like a high school musical, Ed? Is it Beach Blanket Tempest? Let's have one. Take it away. Beach Blanket Tempest. Uh, good. You going to sing? Sure. Come on, Rich. Hit it. Gonna make it bend and break Say a prayer but let the good times roll In case God doesn't show Thanks for the memories, that's Fallout Boy Here again, this on Triple M I have never seen Ed Cavalier Looking so down on himself. Uh, I'm happier now. Yeah, he's uh, having trouble waking up. You know, I said to Richard, find the loudest thing in our computer. Mm -hmm. Step away from your radio listeners. This is the loudest thing we could find. You are yeah. not there! <laughs> At the beginning of the interview! BBC journalist John Sweeney. Addressing a member of the Church of Scientology. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Sweeney. Is that woken you up? Yeah, here? man. Don't make it happen again, please. <laughs> you want to go for a climb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Let's climb Talkback Mountain. Oh, wow. Who is that? Is that poison? Poison, poison of course. Skinny yes. bop. Yeah. Speaking of poison and uh, related uh, music icons, uh, Nikki Hamilton, our producer, is sitting here uh, 
fiddling about on the MySpace because your MySpace page, Ed, how do you decide, you know, who are the friends at the top? It's quite random. Like, I don't really... It's people I know, mm-hmm. right, up, up, the, up the top. Because mm-hmm. I did... I've only done it once, months ago, and now so I sort of kind of stopped looking at it. It's not based, as some of your friends are suggesting, on level of hotness. <laughs> I would love that. I'm more... It, uh, it's not high quality tail at the top. Uh, you know, but birds I, and losers down the bottom. You're yeah, not doing that, are yeah, you? Yeah, but it, you can't say, Richard, that it wouldn't look good to have 24 top friends, all hot chicks. Okay, well, somebody well, has done that. Yeah. And you know who would be man enough to do that? Matt Dow on the pots and pans yeah. has addressed me to God, this bloke Matt here, so Wolfgang Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Who is that? I think it's Eddie. It's, yeah, it's Eddie Van Halen's son who plays in Van Halen now. Plays oh. uh, in Basin. Hasn't uh, felt the need to get on the treadmill <laughs> before getting into the spandex. And have a look at all his friends. Where are his friends? Down here. It's just like... Wow. Check it out. It's just like Ralph Magazine. Wow, tail fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't believe that... Because that is Wolfgang... Wolfgang Van Halen there. Wow. There you go. He's cutting quite a silhouette. <laughs> oh, sure no, is. Touch, you shouldn't touch the screens here, should <laughs> Look you? Look at you. I should never be allowed Good to use job, computer. Wolfgang. See? <laughs> Wolfgang. Imagine being Wolfgang Van Halen. Wolfgang Cavalry. I guess someone's gone, you could lose some weight, and he's gone, I'm Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, mm. tell me what to do. Why should I do anything? Pass me that cream pie. That is not the topic here Ooh, at this uh, today. What I want to do on Talkback Mountain is talk about made-up words. Oh, words yes. you've invented yourself oh, yes, and yes, introduced yes. into the language. I love it when people come up with words. What do you got? Uh, there's a show on Foxtel that uh, my wife enjoys called Can't What be. Not to Wear. Oh, Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. Is that with Trini and Tranny or whatever they're called? Yeah, and they get sort of women and they uh, push them into a booth and uh, make them wear fashionable clothes. It's really punishing because inevitably their answer is always, put a scarf on. <laughs> well, here's what uh, one of their subjects had to say about herself last night. He wants to see his wife as a woman and not as a geezer bird, which is what I am at the moment. A geezer bird. See, that's what I'm talking about. Is that kind of birds of a feather tracksuit? It's kind of like Frank Butcher from EastEnders oh. in drag. Ouch. Oh, okay. I'm a geezer bird. Oh, God. Apples and pears. No, thanks. All right, Put governor. them away. A geezer bird. I saw another one on the news now. Please don't call in and complain. Mm. It's to do with that horrible case, the Diane Trimble case. Eight persons of interest. Not here to make jokes about that. No. It's just they spoke to uh, the late Miss Trimble's doctor. Mm. Not making fun, but this is a word he coined on the news last night. Totally shocked. I, I was actually a bit numbfounded and I felt a bit sick. Numbfounded. That's new. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> a new word we can introduce into the lexicon. It's when you're both shocked and confused at the mm. same time. It's and um, um, after a night with Daniel Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in The Age today in Melbourne, they're making fun of their rival newspaper, The Herald Sun, because uh, they described Glenn Wheatley as having a white-smiled grin. <laughs> a white-smiled grin. <laughs> Numbfounded. Yeah, yeah, I'm a geezer bird. This is what we're looking for. Words. I've been trying to introduce a word for years because my favourite word, I reckon my favourite word of all time is shambolic. Mm. Isn't that a great name? It's, nice, it's a great it? word. I always thought that you made that up. No, no, no. I use it a lot. It wasn't mine. Right. Shambolic. It's of a shambles. And it sounds like what it is. It's got sham in there. It's got bollock in there. <laughs> Isn't that a great word? <laughs> no, the word I came up with was a companion word to shambolic, debacula. Oh, debacula. <laughs> I drop it in on this show occasionally. That's nice. <laughs> of a debacle. Debacular. Lovely. <laughs> Hasn't caught on in the wider community, but I'm still punching like yeah. a man with a beater machine while, <laughs> while VHS is taking off. Uh, we have a word in, in the Dude Ranch, uh, pain wind. Now, a pain wind <laughs> is when you're standing 
because it's freezing in our living room. It's freezing. Now, when, when you stand over the, the heater, which is an air heater, <laughs> which shoots air directly up. Doing the old Marilyn Monroe. Doing a seven-year itch kind of feel, right, in track pants. But if you if you happen to, to, to cut one loose, mm. oh, yeah. if you happen to break wind... As off, so often happens, apparently. It, it, it's expressed because of the, the heater straight into your face <laughs> in, a, in, in a matter of microseconds. <laughs> numb-founded. And, uh, leaves you numb-founded. <laughs> it happened to one of my flatmates this morning, and uh, he oh, and he lay on the ground writhing like he was on fire. <laughs> Because it was so horrible. <laughs> Before we went to air, Richard Mars had said to me, I don't have any words. I've never invented any words. He sent me a whole sheet of words <laughs> for the go. Peter yeah, Costello exactly. sketch last night. Uh, I've got one that I use with my friends, well, one friend in particular, but it's if someone has the hump, you know, that, yeah, isn't yeah, that yeah. an old like Victorian phrase or something? I don't know like where it, that comes from. If someone's annoyed with you, they've got the hump. Mm. But you can't be annoyed with the other person if the other person has done some really good things like wash the dishes yes. or given you a lift to the airport, that right. kind of thing. So therefore you have no hump privilege. Ah. You don't have, you, the, the leash hasn't been loosened enough for you to be annoyed with me. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So bro. you can only get annoyed with me if you've got hump privilege, which means that you've done some great things for me today. I don't know if I want hump privilege with you, Richard Marsden. But if you've done some wonderful <laughs> things for me today, if you've done some photocopying or got me a coffee, I can't possibly have any hump privilege with you. He's done some wonderful, he's told you something you can have fun with over the heating vent. There's yeah, something lovely. to try uh, okay. at home. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. The pain wind. <laughs> All right. The geezer birds. <laughs> All right, geezer birds. This is a dream, right? Give us a... This is really going to eerie. Okay. He is. So, I've never seen him so out of it. Yeah. He's, he's wearing a doona. That's all he's wearing today. He's been hanging with Wayne Swan on the front bench. <laughs> okay, what we want from you listeners is words you've invented. It's as simple as that. One triple three five three. That's you too. Mysterious ways. Here we get this. We're up Talkback Mountain today. We want to know words you've invented. Mine is debarkiller. Ed's is pain wind. Mm. Richard's come up with something called hump privilege. It's mm. a hyphenated word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you've just tuned in, we don't have time to explain. Who's got a word in Cavalier? Hi, Leon. How you going, guys? Good, mate. Uh, your word? Yeah, I've got, like, the verbal translation for the sound effect, Aruga. Do you know that sound effect? Oh, <laughs> yes, there's never really <laughs> been a good way to write that down. No, it hasn't. And I reckon, uvula. Uvula. O-V-U-L-A. Okay. What does that mean? Like, look at that. Check it. Those uvulas. Oh, right. <laughs> Do you often just throw that one into conversation? Yeah, and they have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, that's, that's what we like from a new word. Especially yeah. when you're staring also, at them. Here quickly. Yeah. Um, in the trial for meat pie, mm. sorry, I know you talk about it a lot. <laughs> is there a word for that? No, yeah. no, no, no. But is that Trevor Butler in the trailer from Big Brother? Trevor Butler. Yeah, uh, of course it is, Leon. What is he doing in that? Man, he's, he's launching a film career. You know what uh, I'm saying? There's quite okay. a few people from Big Brother in yeah. that movie. Five or six, man. Five or six. Okay. We no. work very closely. Actually, uh, you're right. Th- it's good that he says this because it's it is good. Donkey punch. Isn't mm. that a phrase? That's a phrase that's in that trailer mm. that a lot of people are asking about. You're mm. not willing to explain what it means. No. I'm Go to Wikipedia. <laughs> right. The graphic footage is there. Go to Wikipedia. All right. Thank you very much. John, who's next? Uh, that was Leon. G'day, John. Sorry. <laughs> how are you? Pardon me. Hello. Hey, mate. How are you? Oh, good, good, good. What's your word? Well, it's deciduate. It's one of my wife's words. She yes. comes up with these words a lot, often by accident, but this one stuck with us because it's describing what a tree does when it loses its leaves. Deciduate? That's not bad. That might almost be a real word. Yeah, that's what we thought. And I've actually introduced it in conversations with other people when you're talking about trees, and now some of our friends actually use it. <laughs> Is that right? How do you just sort of drop it into a conversation? Oh, we were talking about uh, gardening and stuff. Yeah, did you see that bloke on the news last night tried to rob a bank disguised as a tree? How good was he? <laughs> he was deciduating from the moment he got into that bank. 
Yes, we've been deciduating for quite some time in jail, I think. There you go. <laughs> Certainly. Nice Thanks. word. Thanks, Thanks John. John. Hey, Cheryl. Oh, hi. Your uh, word. Boomba Buster. Boomba Buster? Is this somebody who uh, attacks the fat kids? or? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, look, it was just a word I used as a little girl. If I didn't like somebody or if I was upset, it would be, you're a Boomba Buster. Well, fair <laughs> enough. And it's good because you can still use it. I know, it's very handy. Yeah, I remember when I started school, the first day of school, I heard what I thought was the worst swear word that you could ever use, and it was dumbhead. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's powerful. I came home from school going, Mum, I heard a new word, dumbhead. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use that one. Oh, good on you. Thank All you, right. Cheryl. Thank you. New words, please. Hi, Rob. How are you? Good, thanks, Ed. How you doing? Good, bro. Talk us through it. Yeah, back in 97, uh, I met a girl, and she was very brown, and uh, every Sunday she'd go and get a, a sunbed thing. And yep. one day I was looking at her, you're not right, man. You've got a disease or something. you got, like, tanorexia. Tanorexia. Very nice. I've heard this one. There's a lot of tanorexics out there. There are. And how terracotta was she, Rob? Uh, not terracotta. She was uh, a, a legitimate shade of brown. A legitimate oh. shade. That's lovely. <laughs> yeah, she, she was quite good at it. Okay, quite good at it. I've yet to see one. I just think they've got to start making that spray on tan. The colour that people actually go! <laughs> it's never going to work. Get a Dulux chart, people. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. G'day, Anne-Marie. G'day, Ed. How are you today? Good. Talk us through your word. Well, I uh, I tend to suffer a little bit of road rage when I'm driving. And Fair when enough. my children were little, in order to avoid uh, kindergarten incidences uh, of uh, inappropriate expletives, uh. we uh, decided on a family expletive. And the word for a total and utterly annoying idiot driver on the road is called a flugelmeister. Oh, I don't think we can say that in this time slot. <laughs> Turn it down a bit. Uh, Are there a lot of flugelmeisters out there today? Absolutely an incredible array out there. Wow, so you've got kids, so you're trying to wean yourself off the swear words. Yes. Yeah, see, we don't have kids, so we don't have that kind of restriction, but I am trying to tone down. Here's something, you can do it in stages. <laughs> Whenever you feel the need to use the F word, right. just say piss. I know it sounds a bit blunt, <laughs> right? But it's fun to rediscover that word and inject it with new energy. Absolutely. When I'm sick of that, I'll tone it down again. I'll eventually get to Flugelmeister. Lovely. (laughs) Oh, piss. I'm telling you. (laughs) You're weaning yourself off the F word. It can be done. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Who's next? Hi, Richard. How's it going, guys? Oh. Oh, Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Just say it. Come on, Rich. What have you got for us? Uh, Snut. What is a Snut. Well, I used to go out with an old lady a few years ago, mm. and she used to call me her little snut. It's a slut with nuts. There you That's go. Beautiful. A slut with nuts. That's beautiful, Richard. That is <laughs> just gorgeous. And um, are you guys still together? Uh, no. Oh, it all went a bit flugelmeister. Yeah. <laughs> nice word, Richard. Thank you, sir. That's everyone. Oh, that's everyone. A couple, a couple of people calling up with words which I think uh, already exist, like, uh, I could be wrong, isn't discombobulated? Yeah. That's already in the dictionary. There's There's a one, in there yeah. somewhere. It's a fun one to say. Yeah. Discombobulated. Absolutely. Try it in your car. Thank you to everyone who had a Thank word. Thank you, everyone. Uh, in the next hour. Oh, we love it when he comes we in. We do love it. Thank God you're here. He's back on tonight. It's been a while. On Channel 10, and we're joined by, yes, Dr. Rob Sitch. Get this. It sounds like the start to a bad joke. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. I want because I can, if I don't because I want to. Triple M is rock.
be ignored by the stiff and the bored because I'm gonna. And it's the second hour of Get This, brought to you by the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power. And who's it pulled into the studio today? It's Rob Zitch. Hello. Yeah. Thank God you're here is back on tonight. Rob, have you been on the campaign trail? Been everywhere, Tony. Uh, today, my, my highlight today was going was talking to Perth down the line. Yes. And they said, Rob, can you just hang on a second? We've just got to go to an ad. And they went to the ad and they go, tonight, 7.30, it's back, The Force. <laughs> <laughs> yes, better than ever, blah, blah, The Force. That's tonight, 7.30. <laughs> what is Welcome the- back. We've got Rob Sitch on. Thank God you're here. <laughs> I don't even know what The Force is. What is it? I believe it's the Western Australian Police Force. Oh, it's right. a kind of a border security, oh, wow. you know, you know, the, the, the we get, they go to the break on a guilty look. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. sure they can't compete with our favourites uh, from across the Tasman, the New Zealand cop shows. I don't know if you've heard any oh, of them. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. You, I remember you telling me once you were driving through New Zealand and you heard a, a extremely mm. uh, heated argument yes. b- with a, a talkback host. That's right. What was it about? It was, it was, it was just north of Levin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On the way up to the, the central of the North Island, and no callers were calling in. Right. He started to get angry. Well, if you're not going to call me, the show relies on you. There's going to be nothing to listen to. <laughs> but wasn't the guy talking about bottling fruit? Bottling fruit. And then people calling up about other issues? He pulled the wrong rein. No one wanted to talk about bottling fruit. <laughs> well, if you're not going to talk about bottling fruit, we're just going to abandon yeah. this call completely. Now, come on. No, it's about bottling fruit. That's the topic. And if you're not going to call up and talk about that, I don't know what you're going to listen to. <laughs> well, we might get to bottling fruit in this hour. We're certainly going to take advantage of your status as the Medico of Mirth. And thank God you're here. We might get to that as well in this hour of Get This. Oh, Panama, that's Van Halen on Triple M. The program is Get This. Where else can you get 24-hour care and attention for a pat on the head and a handful of dry food? Indeed. they're so economical. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Queensland Farmer. And now let's welcome Rob Sitch back Thank on the you. show. That Panama has the same effect as Red Bull on me. Oh, it's great, isn't it? That Europe. But that synthesizers, uh, you know, from, is it Jump that has that big ass yeah. synthesizer? Oh, yeah. What is that one yeah, called? Is that know, the is Korg? It, it could be a Korg or a, wouldn't be a Moog. Uh, Roland, maybe. Could be a Roland. Rob, I know you're a fan of, uh, you were just miming, actually, doing that song, a bit of ELP. Emerson Lake Barmer. Uh, fan for you for the common... How does that one go, Rich? Uh, it's the one... Bum, 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 dun, oh, dun, yeah. dun, and then it has that great... Takata was another one that was pumped up. What was the... It was, I thought, gee, that's a good tune they've written, and I think it was Bach or Mozart, apparently, originally. It was, oh, a, cover, yeah. it was a cover version. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apollo 100 with joy. <laughs> anyway. Rick Wakeman, he often uh, perfected what Mozart had failed to get the hang of <laughs> in his day. And, imagine, uh, a, imagine a sort of a, re, a sort of countdown reunion special of Mike Oldfield, Rick Yes. Panama, just Rick Wakeman, maybe Sticks with Mr. Roboto, remember that? Yeah. That was missing from the uh, recent uh, the, uh, Globe Aid what was it? Yeah, Earth Core Live Day. Earth, yeah. Live Earth, pardon Life me. Sorry. One of those. Put those <laughs> words together, you'll get an answer. Was it for starvation or temperature? I can't remember, but anyway. <laughs> I'm not it, sure. It lacks synthesizers. <laughs> but you know, we're going to have to get all these uh, themes out because, Rob, I don't know if you were listening to the show yesterday, but I believe this was partly your idea. Ed was encouraging people to call up with their favourite Sheffield Shield cricketer. And Rob, it came off the back of a discussion that you and I had about one Tim Zura. We did. And I have a gift for you. Oh, you don't. His book. (laughs) The gloves are off. The gloves are off. And And so too was Tim, apparently. I think he never made it back to the Australian team. And what does it say down the bottom there? Cricket's most explosive expose. Yeah. Now for the facts. Wow. 
Well, we've been having readings from that uh, and people are demanding more. Do you know the funny thing is he's got his bat on his shoulder and mm. not one cherry mark from the ball is in the middle of the bat. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of edges. Looks like he's been in a fight at a nightclub with it. But uh, we're thinking of, um, you know, trying to get the Sheffield Shield back into prime time. Good point. On Channel 9. Well, they changed it to the Pura Cup. Yeah, yes. they'll have to rebrand it back to the old name for us. Nah, nah. Go way. old school. Well, you know what we could do? Just show replays. Don't tell me that the 94-95 final where Queensland finally broke through. Yeah. Don't tell me that won't rate oh, these days. Oh, 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 well, it's, I've got the box set of it. Hey, listen. You know, this is, can I imitate a Sheffield Shield applause when <laughs> yeah, you hear it? We'd love yes, it. Sir. Is that off mic enough? Is that a packed house? <laughs> something good must have happened. Ed claims he was in uh, the stadium at the Sheffield. How Almost. many people? Uh, there was five of us there. <laughs> and a friend of mine were on the big screen. And I said, when they, when they pan to us on the big screen, let's pretend to kiss. So they panned to us. We pretended to kiss. And it was so boring, the game. They replayed it. And the game... <laughs> Oh, and, and, what, and did Hawkeye say that you went the tongue? or Absolutely was it, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that is not on your TV tonight. 7.30, Channel 10 tonight. It's the return of Thank God You're Here. Uh, we don't know much apart from, you know, who's in it. You've got, uh, who are the guests tonight? Stephen Curry. Yes. Mm. Uh, Peter Hellier. Mm. They're both doing it for the first time. Yep. yep. Cal Wilson, who I believe you know, and Josh Lawson. Mm. Yes. So it's a uh, t something old and something new in there. Mm. Is there anything kind of different about the format? Any changes? Yes. Uh, Grant Daniel's hosting. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's a law. It's a legislation. <laughs> either, we either had Andrew O'Keefe or Grant Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Shane's back. You go through the door. Uh, then through security, you take your shoes <laughs> off. You <laughs> Uh, you get swabbed for <laughs> explosives. Of course it's you just, do. Yeah, it's all of that. We, we just, we've just we've citizenship test. <laughs> There's quite a lot of procedure before you get into the set. Yes. Uh, what do you get people calling up, uh, suggesting themselves, wanting to be on the show? We've had a few. I'm mostly people that you know. I think they've, I think they've got a fair chance. You get the odd person that you think. Right. What are they think? Have they not watched our show? Okay. Are they, are they confusing it with its takes two or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but generally we sort of start pretty early, so we get we ring around and uh, we we I believe we've nabbed you for next week, Tony. Oh, really? What am I doing this time? Uh, hasn't your agent told you? I don't know. All I there's a picture of me in the TV week in that superhero costume mm. from right. last time, and as I was saying, flattering people in your, well. What is, <laughs> how would you describe it, Ed? The most uh, loose-fitting lycra suit ever. <laughs> <laughs> Relatives of mine in New Zealand, although I think the show's on over there now, isn't it? But mm. they haven't they haven't seen it, and they're just going, "What's he doing now?" Yeah. Is what, that like an actual series? Yeah, what you need to do is carry one of those packs that astronauts about to launch do where it creates negative pressure. There you go. <laughs> Sucks it in. I want that costume. But, uh, you know, the American one, I've been... Uh, this is an interesting thing. On the last series, towards the end, you had Arj Barker uh, on. Yes, and I think yes. Stephen K. Amos. Yes. That's an interesting idea, getting people from overseas who are coming through. We're going to keep doing it too. We've yeah. got Russ Noble's going to do Oh, one. how good. Oh, yes. Wow, I hope you've got a lot of tape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking one question. <laughs> we're... Uh, we're uh, oh, Eddie Ift's coming on as well. Oh, so yeah. we're gonna American standard. Yeah, we're going to try and keep doing it. Like With Ross Noe, we just walk him into a white room and say, hello, Ross. And there we go. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're not going to turn up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Phone it in, Ross. <laughs> Put nah. it on a webcam and send it to us. You can't go wrong with Ross Noble. Yeah. Uh, partly Australian now, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? Anyway, enough of this trivia. We've got more serious issues to talk about next on Get This. The ever-Scottish Paolo Natini. Jenny, don't be hasty. Here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Uh, thank God you're here is on tonight. We've got Rob Sitch here. We were just talking about uh, that Emerson Lake and Palmer music. I think we uh, might have... Yes. Did we use it for our ping pong challenge? 
Mime along at home. In your home stadium. Hey, respect, please. Oh, you don't need Viagra now. <laughs> Bang. It's a corker. Uh, thank God you're here. I will mm. say, you. this is what I hear from people. You'll hear someone say, oh, I had this happen to me. I had to lie to some relatives about something. It was a thank God you're here situation. Right. The, the greatest source of uh, thank God you're here moments for me is, is I think we've got a thank God you're here government at the moment. Oh, you really? Know, the, <laughs> You know, the, uh, in Iraq, it was originally, what was it, weapons of mass destruction? That's right, it was for a while. And then it shifted to uh, removing Saddam, and he got removed. Then it was democracy, yep. stabilising. <laughs> then it was oil. And yeah. then on the weekend, it got down to petrol prices. I'm giving you the tip. <laughs> if we're in Iraq to protect my, my flybys, <laughs> I'm getting Tommy on that hooter. In a, the, the, guy, the guy I love, though, is a guy called... Um, I've got Hockey Watch at the moment. Oh, Joe, Joe we Hockey. love yes. Joe Hockey. Yes. Love Joe. If for people who don't know him, he's fighting childhood obesity by eating all their food. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, in case people, in case people don't know who Joe Hockey is, have we got a clip here of him? Yeah. Go all right. This is the man. Well, yes, of course. And, and you know what? We listen. Tony, I mean, mm. if, if you're trying to, to, you know, throw a humble pie in front of me and say, you know, Joe, swallow this, uh, I'll say, I'll plead guilty. I'll, I'm listening. The government's listening. You know what's worse is that the government stops listening. And we are listening. I never <laughs> mentioned pie when I interviewed him. Hey, you know, making up words you said before, the Prime Minister, when he appointed him, called him avuncular. What is avuncular? Avuncular, I think, means uncle-like. Ah. A sort of a crusty old uncle figure. I could be wrong. I thought, oh. it, was, I thought it was Vanstone-esque. Isn't that what that means? Avuncular? <laughs> no, that's a that's a double avuncular. Ah, oh, fair is, enough. Is Vanstone. It gets a whole... It's a, it's a cascade. It goes <laughs> hockey, Vanstone. It uh, uh, sounds very medical. To, hey, we'll get to the medical gear. That's coming up soon. Something else, Rob, that... Um, I guess you're partly responsible for is our obsession with uh, Rex Hunt. Mm. Yes. His uh, address to the nation. We get a lot of people saying, why can't you put the address to the nation on your podcast or on the website? We don't own the rights to it. We can play little excerpts for the purposes of review and criticism, mm -hmm. but uh, we cannot put the whole thing up on our website. You've heard it, haven't you? Uh, yes, I have. I, I, I admonish you. Oh, really? uh, I know and respect and love Rex. Yeah, oh, and, yeah and I can right. tell you, blokes aren't fishermen. Oh, that's true. I, I found this out about my colleague Sando Chalaro one day when Tom and I were driving back from a film shoot one day, and we heard Rex talking to the head of Victorian Fisheries. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said, uh, "Yes, yes, you can get, you can catch uh, fish up there, mostly redfin. No offence to, no offence to the species." <laughs> <laughs> and I heard Sando <laughs> laugh behind me, and uh, I thought, "What's he laughing at?" The uh, redfin can 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 be offended. Right. But, I, but I did, I did, I did, um, <laughs> I did actually, you've got his address to the nation. Yes. I do take the point is that so occasionally when, when Rex reads things out, they do sound slightly different from the original author. Yeah, okay. And there's a beautiful uh, film out, uh, uh, A River Runs Through It, oh, written yes. by Norman MacLean, the novella, mm. and it ends with Robert Redford's mellifluous voice yes. reading. And Rex loved it so much that he read out the, the final, he substituted uh, Robert Redford for himself. <laughs> And I'll read it in Rex speak. Yes, please. Eventually, all things. <laughs> eventually, all things merge into one, and a river runs through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood and runs over rocks from the basement of time. On some of the rocks are timeless raindrops. Under the rocks are the words, and some of the words are theirs. I am haunted by waters. He paused. He went. I too, folks. 
am haunted by waters. This is dizzy stuff, folks. <laughs> I love it. He throws in a lot of, and let me say this, and I will tell you that. <laughs> Such aggressive poetry. I know. I say that to Tom when we're, when we're out fishing. I go, Tom, I am haunted by water. <laughs> what he needs to do is read that uh, beautiful uh, in speech as a, a river runs through it and then just uh, take on his critics. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> but as my critics have said time and time again, hiding under the rocks. In the scallop industry. <laughs> losers, deadbeats, knockers and grubs. <laughs> next next time we're going to actually bring in Robert Redford's original, <laughs> original, but just add I am haunted by water directly at the end. <laughs> now, I say that, but you guys have gone over the top there. Yeah. Okay, just no, we're so admonishment, yellow card. Admonishment oh. in an avuncular way. Mm. All right, it's time to leave off uh, Rex. Rob, I can't believe it you've been in here. Nearly half an hour, and we haven't asked you any medical questions. Mm. Do you still have um, the skills? Do you have to keep it up? Uh, I, I, if I wanted to use my skills, I would have to keep it up. But I, I suspect they're a little rusty. Really? What about? Uh, what did you see? Is, the other- uh, is, yeah. uh, heart, is heart problems still solved by bleeding patients? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> or is, is that the leeches and sunlight? I think it is. Eighteenth right. century stuff. I'm mm. What was the one you saw on uh, medical procedure on Sea Patrol the other night? Tracheotomy. Oh, tracheotomy oh, yes. with the butt of a rifle. That's. <laughs> <laughs> we call that the go-to TV procedure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, we didn't go all medical. That's going to be next to get this. Get this. They're loyal, cuddly and love you unconditionally. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's get this, courtesy of the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power around the nation on Triple M. Rob Sitch is with us. Thank God you're here. Is back tonight. Just quickly, Rob, the thing I get asked most is people go, they tell you beforehand what the scene's going to be, don't they? Someone asked me that today, and then and then when went three layers, went no, surely they do. Well, they do, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, they, no, we don't. No, but it's it's that thing where I was on one time, and I think I was on a music show, so I just had like normal clothes on, mm. and Ando came out in a chef's outfit, and I'm going, well, it's going to be a kitchen, you're going to be a chef, mm-hmm. or fancy dress party being the other option. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, you don't really have time. One time, I got a police outfit. That's right. And they put it on so quickly. You're in a booth. It's like a uh, Grand Prix, uh, you know, the, yes. the pit crew. Yeah. They put it on so quickly, you're going, okay, it's a police uniform. Uh, what's my name going to be? Oh, okay, I'll be I'll be Constable. And then suddenly you're talking to Shane Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get into the scene and they go, ah, welcome Constable Pierce. And you go, oh, there goes my name. <laughs> and that's it. Actually, that's a good example because you don't know where you're actually going. Right. And, and that scenario you did, you didn't realise that we actually had Three SAS soldiers about to burst through the window. <laughs> the the dog squad and the police band waiting for you. <laughs> no, from memory. But uh, is it true that because uh, I've met a couple of people from overseas and they just go, yeah, you must. There's no way that people don't know what they're going to be doing. No, there seems to be a tradition in some parts of the world, possibly England a little, where where the game is to pretend you don't know. Yeah, right. On. And a lot they sort of have rehearsals for the uh, right. But I don't think it, I don't think it'll work. I, I think. I think you need a certain amount of terror in the face. Yeah, you can see it in people's... We didn't help you from memory but by removing your glasses at one point and then asking you to read off the screen. I think <laughs> somebody <laughs> held up a, uh, a text message. <laughs> Nothing. Mm. Couldn't work it out. But let's not talk about that. What we're going to talk about today is uh, how long have you been... Well, it's been years, really, since yes. the, the TV we called you the Medico of Mirth. <laughs> Yes, it is. So I don't know whether this is a good idea or not. Oh. We, have you got some medical music there, have you? Something like this. Oh, do we know what that is? Recognise no. that, Ed? You don't know? It's the American. It's the 
Smiths and elsewhere's no. It's no. Doogie Howser. Doogie oh, Howser. The most oh. annoying TV theme ever. Really? It, it really is. It's, I don't know. I think that might be on the Emerson Lake and Palmer synthesizer. <laughs> that is a phone topic. We could do most annoying TV theme ever. I would vote for Benson. That would be mine. Uh, what we want to do is talk about, uh, what are we doing here? Medical hospital urban myths. Yes. yes. You want to do that? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Because I remember, I love it. It's on one of our podcasts. Uh, you, I think you knew someone who had a museum of things that had been... Um, Extracted. From the mm. backpack. Let us, let us say from the inappropriate... Fantastic. ...exit point of a body. <laughs> and, uh, Fantastic. And that's right. And the, the, uh, he, he said, do you mind if I keep it? And the... And the, and the and the patient said, oh, fair go, it's part of a set. That's right. <laughs> a hammer. <laughs> a hammer, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Any kind of urban myth hospital story, because is there a bit of it in the paper today? Uh, Rich, were you seeing a story? Oh, that's right, yeah. A new health report's been released. Yes. Um, uh, detailing a whole bunch of things that have been left in patients during surgery. Mm. It seems to happen, it seems to be quite common mm. that someone would leave a bit of gauze or... Uh, happened to my dog. My dog had a surgical swab. Left inside. They actually, mm. one of the big things at the end of an operation, I used to remember, was that they, it was counting the swabs. <laughs> so you actually had counting racks yeah. and you'd hear people, the sound of the end of an operation is one, two, three, four, five. Mm. Is that right? So it's not really it's, technically. No, it's not dramatic. It's not, Dr. McDreamy, <laughs> come and see me. Excuse me. Three, four, five, six, seven. Don't talk while I'm counting. Dr. McDreamy. Yes, all the swabs are there, but where's my watch? <laughs> Does that really go on? We want to hear hospital urban myths mm. and we've got an actual doctor here who will be able to uh, judge the veracity of them. Mm. Call us now, one triple three five three. Oh, thank you very much, Simple Minds, here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. <laughs> Dr Rob Zitch is with us today. Thank God you're here. You'll find it tonight, uh, 7.30 on Channel 10. But in the meantime, medical rumours, can we confirm some or deny them? Who have we got, Ed? Hello, Sam. Hey, guys. How you going? Excellent, mate. Uh, your rumour. Um, well, I've just finished recently doing a documentary on organ donation, and I was surprised at how many urban legends there were sort of surrounding that. There's the one that if they find your donor card, like, they won't try to save you, you know, if you're in the emergency room. Um, mm. If you're uh, Another weird one I thought was if you're a flight attendant, you can't become an organ donor. Mm. That's a weird one. Any truth to either of those, Rob, do you think? I don't. <clears throat> the, the ultimate one is that you were you you went out drinking with a person in Thailand and then woke up in a in a oh, yeah. bath full of ice with a scar over your kidney. Yeah, and stolen. You wanted the kidneys, hadn't they? And a pirate copy of Bad Boys Two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'd be casting aspersions on the Australian medical system to say they wouldn't save you. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, you, nothing we can do here. But, but what? But, but interesting one. Why flight attendants? What's the point there? Yes. How does that work? Well, it was just something I heard. Um, while I was speaking to the people from Life Gift, who sort of you know facilitate organ transplants in Victoria, mm. and they were you know just sort of running through them, and that was one of them. They sort of that's been one of the more recent ones that seemed to have popped up. I, I do have a, a matching medical fact, though. Yes, a friend of mine was a doctor down at uh, Davis Base in Antarctica, mm -hmm. and to go down there, you have to have your appendix removed. Oh, because there's only six or seven people down there. Uh, well, I think it's 60 or so. But oh, okay, fair but, enough. Yeah. But if the doctor gets appendicitis, <laughs> he can't actually operate on himself to get it out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, sorry, I was going by uh, The Thing with Kurt Russell. Yeah, you I was were. just, I yeah. assume that's a documentary. <laughs> that's oh, a, that that's right? a good ooh. Do yeah, doctors uh, work on the... Because I had a dentist once who insisted with the aid of several mirrors that he was doing dentistry on himself. I would imagine that <clears> to be wrong. 
probably you could pull that off. Okay. But, but I reckon entering the abdominal cavity might might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> nah, you don't want to wow. try that one, kids. Well. Who's next? Hi, Michelle. Good afternoon. What uh, What's your rumour? Well, it's not a rumour. It is spelling the myth about hospital food. Mm. What, what are you, uh, what, what, what's up? Oh, I'm loving it. Any time that I'm cooking in my kitchen, I know I can't live up to the standards that Frank's and Hospital are set with their beautiful beef curry. Oh, oh really? Okay. And Michelle, do you like the uh, individually portioned trays that they come on as well? Nothing more satisfying than breaking that seal when you're sitting propped up in your bed. Isn't that right. lovely? So for a special dinner with uh, you and a special man, you might say fake an illness, pop down to Frankston. <laughs> or when he's being revived, most certainly. No. Oh. Okay, hospital food. It's just you know, it's a cliche, isn't it, Rob? It is. I tell you, the other one is airline food. When you get the when you're on an international flight, as I was recently, oh, yeah. and they you've, you've ordered the the beef casserole or something, and they take the aluminium foil oh, yeah. off yes. the top. Mm. A sweet moment in life. <laughs> <laughs> it is a beautiful moment. And also, Rob, when they take the uh, the foil off and you see the mashed potatoes, and it's got that just been microwave look about it. <laughs> 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 All right, who's got a rumour? Hi, Harry. G'day, how are you? Excellent, mate. Uh, your rumour? Well, it's uh, one uh, that the nurses say around. It's about the uh, old guy who uh, the cops brought in. He was uh, drunk and passed out on the side of the road and mm. uh, it had been raining and they were taking his clothes off uh, to examine him and they took his shirt off and then they tried to pull his singlet off and every time they raised it, he moaned in agony and then they realised that it, the singlet was buttoned to his jock so they gave him a wedgie every time they tried to take it off. Oh, medically supervised wedgie. That's, that's, you've got to be more careful than that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to check it these days, I guess. Mind you, you, you no one would keep a straight face if they charged. Okay? <laughs> is, hey, just go back to that airline food. What, what impresses me about it is that even though they know they're probably, you know, they're not at the three-star Michelin level, it mm. doesn't stop them using the French terms for the food. Oh, absolutely no. right. Would you, would you like the <laughs> be the castellated beef with the nichois potatoes and going... Hang on, they're microwave buttered potatoes. <laughs> but it doesn't hold them back, does it? No, absolutely not. Would you like Le Arrowroot Biscuits? <laughs> uh, I think, uh, is that Mitch? Hey, Mitch. How you going, guys? How you going? you got a question for us. I have, mate. I want to see, see if you can settle an argument I have with my uh, fiancé. I, I hear on the uh, on the tally all the time on the hospital shows the word stat. And I reckon it's just a, a, a Hollywood word that's made up. Do they actually say that in hospitals? They do. Really? Stand. What's it mean? It means immediately. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, there's 30% of my brain that says I'm not sure, uh, but I thought I'd use the tone of someone who is sure. But yeah, I, I, maybe what Mitch is referring to is when you hear it, it's usually while they're using that thing. Yes, yeah. no, that's, that's you know, stat, stat is, is just straight off. Yeah. So you, you have divisions, Monday morning and not right. day, night, and twice a day and all that, BD and all that, but, but stat is bang. Like in a okay. single bolus. Surely someone's Googling before I make an idiot of myself. So, so if we were to say, you know, get me uh, get me some uh, some morphine, mm. and then if, if you don't say stat, then I can just amble off and get it whenever I feel like. That's right. But if I hear stat, bang, straight to the cupboard. Immediate amount. Da- <laughs> <laughs> and do you get to, do you watch the medical shows? Because I know my doctor uh, for years would just laugh about the show Quincy oh, because he said yeah. Quincy was holding up the x-rays back to front. 
And my doctor, who is uh, Hungarian, would go, no wonder all his patients are dead. The x-ray is back to front. And he was blaming me for it. He thought I had some connection to medical shows. Because you were on TV and it was a club. <laughs> it was clearly my fault. Yeah, but do you watch Grey's Anatomy and spot uh, hilarious uh, misnomers? Yeah, whenever I see all saints, they seem to be pretty pretty much on the ball. In fact, they seem ahead of me. I've, oh, I've really? fallen, yeah. fallen behind. Mm. Leading the charge. The, mm. uh, the uh, James Bond, recent James Bond film had a, had a little pack. Yeah. That that was uh, you know the, oh, yeah. the anti poison pack. No, it was the you know with the the oh the, oh, the defibrillator. Yeah, oh. Can't even remember the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go Stat. back. I'll go back to hospitals. Uh, can you get me one of those? Um, oh, the, from God. the James Bond film. Tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. <laughs> was He's it going, gold? doctor? Yeah, tip. I get it. I got it. I got it. Golden eye. No, it was in Casino Royale. <laughs> and you can actually buy those things now. Those those yeah. uh, glove box defibrillators. Yeah, well, that's handy. Solar powered as well, low carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is on the line? Hi, Tara. Hello, how are you going? Yeah, oh, good, thank you. Your rumour? Um, a lady was giving birth. Mm. Her baby had was presenting funny. A growth sort of presented, so they said, we'll just laser it off, and it was the baby's testicles. Oh, oh no, no, come on. No. Oh, is that the baby in yeah, the background? it wasn't mine. <laughs> Surely. Well, firstly... Let's say they wanted to do that. Would they laser them off? That no, sounds like, it's like something else from a James Bond film. <laughs> it's just a bit bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> Ever come across that, Rob? <laughs> no, they, no, I know they do get the wrong leg occasionally. <laughs> in, in, the third leg. Yeah, I'm saying that like it's a funny old world, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we occasionally <laughs> get the wrong world. I don't think that is true. I don't think all me plums is a medical term. Yeah. Uh, thanks to everyone who contributed today. You know, Rob, doctors have been copying it lately, not for being terrorists, that mm. other thing about being in the um, in the grip of the pharmaceutical company. Correct. Ah, yes. Let's talk about that next on Get This. That's Daughtry here at Triple M. It's not over. It certainly isn't. Rob Sitch has been sitting in uh, for this hour here at Get This. Uh, Rob, uh, you never made it to GP state. You never actually had a little plaque with your name, did you? You never got that far. <laughs> no, the world's been safe, Tony. No, <laughs> you don't have to worry. But aren't they copying it at the moment, the yeah. GPs? Yeah, yeah no, we're getting picked on a bit too, aren't we? I heard today that, that uh, Al-Zawahiri... Oh, yeah. Now they've reminded themselves that he was a doctor. And I'm going, oh, oh, right. All oh, right. Well, don't bring that back. Don't worry about the terrorism because there's been a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies and their freebies. Sure. For I got doc- a pen once. Am I guilty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Strike him off. Uh, Ed and myself decided there's only one way to cover this issue, and that's with an old-fashioned, traditional doctor sketch. Ah, Mr. Cavalis, come in, have a seat. Good timing. I've just received your test results. Seem pretty happy with them. Of course I am. Check this out. A full heritage fruit basket. And if I know the team at Blurn Pathology, where is it? Yes, that'll be the new iPhone. Check it out. That's my name scrolling across there. Yes, but the results, Doctor. Ah, them. Should be in here somewhere. Oh, what? oh, look at that. 2003 Pinot. Nurse, could you come in here? There's something for you to sell her. Now, test results. Here we... Oh, oh, no, no. No, 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 no. That's not good. What? It says heartburn. You may merely be suffering from heartburn. That's good, isn't it? Well, for you, maybe. But if this is true, the best I could prescribe would be these things. Antacids. Yeah. You'd have to take a hundred of them. And even then, all I get is a crystal decanter. Piss weak. I, I don't understand. Whereas if it's angina, I could prescribe this stuff and me and the kids would be off to the wit Sundays. Well, I'm calling this good news. You sure you wouldn't like to call it angina? No, I don't think. What about those chest pains? Have they been back? No. Hmm. Look at that chart over there. What chart? Ow, that hurt. Chest pain? Better take ten of these immediately. What are they? My ticket to the opening night of Les Miserables in New York. Please, Doctor, I'm 
feeling better already. That's often a bad sign. In fact, this isn't looking good at all. Unless I can prescribe you a full course of this drug, I'm going to be sitting in the dress circle with the plebs. According to this doctor, I'm suffering from either indigestion or heartburn. Maybe we should do some more tests. Why not? I could do with another mountain bike. Indigestion or heartburn. Now, what really is the difference? Well, if it's indigestion, the best I can hope for is another PlayStation. Doctor, you don't seem very concerned about my health at all. Mr. Cavallis, believe me, you're worth a lot more to me alive than dead. A lot more. I think what you really need is a long series of insulin shots. But I don't have diabetes. Would you like diabetes? Why would I want diabetes? Check out this brochure. That could be me coming down that water slide. I don't want diabetes. Just a little bit of diabetes? Come on, I haven't had an overseas trip since I put you on that massive course of penicillin. You know, I actually hadn't even come to see you. I just bumped into you at Coles. There was nothing wrong with me. It's all about you, isn't it, Mr. Cavallis? Well, while you're sitting around not being sick, where am I? Twiddling my thumbs in the Qantas Club. Right, I've had enough. All right, Mr. Cavallis, we'll have it your way. Indigestion it is. There's a prescription for 20 antacids. Good. Thanks. And if pain persists? Then I'm off to Ibiza! Dr. Mrs. Hughes is here. She says she needs some more asthma medication. Excellent. Book me a table for ten at the flower drum. Alright, I think that's it. She's been sorted out. Back to wind things up in a moment. Here at Triple M. Get this. Thank you, Divinals. Yes. That's over with. Fire it up, Mr. Barson. It's time to sign off here and get this on Triple M. Rob, thanks for sitting in for the whole hour. That's a pleasure. Uh, thank God you're here. Yeah, tonight, 7.30, and on YouTube at 8.35. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Once again, for people who didn't hear, who are the guests tonight? Uh, Stephen Curry, Peter Hellier, Josh Lawson and Cal Wilson. Excellent. Fantastic. And uh, obviously on for the next 10 weeks. Only one of them is currently being detained, but we're hoping to get them out. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, thanks to everyone who contributed today, called up. And I think our, our key phrase, there were so many made-up words. I think my favourite was numbfounded. We'll be back tomorrow with comedian Craig Eagle. And it's all thanks to that 4x4. You know the one, the one with the huge pulling power, the Nissan Navara. I am haunted by waters. Oh, it's all <laughs> you know.